Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska named three bands that aren't the Boss Tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. You're really good at this. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no idea what's happening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another High Five clip. I'm Barry Quarter. That's Lord Taco. As you'll see, Brad is again not with us. These hi-fi clips are things that we've started doing uh, sort of in the off-season, I guess, if you will. Um, while we talk about Bonnaroo year-round, there's not always a full podcast worth of information to do every week, but we want to make sure we're sort of out there because we talk about it every week. That's the whole reason we started <laughs> doing this. Definitely yeah. talk about it and think about it every week. Exactly. And yeah, we're, we're basically killing time until the lineup comes out next month. Yeah, but that's right. Until, until then, there's a few things we can touch on. And yeah, there's always news and a little bit of news, and, and we just sort of figure they're maybe not worth a, an entire 60-minute episode, but, you know, worth talking about. And uh, we have these you know, vast interview, this vault here at the world headquarters. Uh, <laughs> and, and the more we thought about it, we thought some of this is really good information. And this is another one of those. I went back and pulled a clip from our interview. We did two interviews with Ken Weinstein. Uh, the first was in 2019. Uh, he actually came by camp nut butter on a Sunday morning in, uh, Russ introduced him to some uh, Southern hospitality in a mason jar. <laughs> yes, uh -huh. some some liquid courage. Some liquid courage, and uh, he's become a fan, and uh, as have we. And um, but he sat with us for an hour or so, and and told us about how he um, got involved. I mean, there he was in two thousand and one you know, minding his own business, doing his job with the big hassle media that he owns in New York. And uh, a couple of guys uh, from Superfly took him to lunch and said, hey, we think we're going to do this festival. You want to be involved? And he said, I've never done anything like that. And they said, neither <laughs> have we. <laughs> and, a <Yeah>. year, <laughs> and a year later, there's Bonnaroo. Um, yeah, and I love that story because he talks about still to this day in his folder of proposals he still got the original proposal they sent that just said summer music festival because they didn't even have a name yet didn't even have that, a that's name how yet. early this was so yeah that, that's pretty neat that he can recall all the way back to you know its very beginnings yeah that's in the uh the first interview that we did in 2019 and then in march of 2020 um that you know the the great lineup that we all talk about had come out and they sold not the quickest they sold out not the quickest but they sold out the earliest they sold out before march which had never happened before yeah and so we had ken he was driving around um in new york and joined us by phone i think it was like a sunday morning wasn't it it might have been a saturday morning but uh it, yeah it was a real off time it was a real last minute thing i mean just thanks to him to make it happen that quickly and that 
that it was yeah it was an oddball thing but it was um, very oddball of course little did we know because i think that was days before that we really knew the full impact of that's exactly right what that's, was coming for us i mean march 2020 that's exactly right and uh and so what we talk about is uh, the inside baseball stuff and ken has been there from the beginning um and has some great inside baseball stuff um that we talk about and he also dropped i don't think it was this particular interview when he dropped the never not great uh comment about bonnaroo even when it's uh i think we were talking about the 2016 lineup which at that time was the lowest attended uh in um what was it 15 years 16 years yeah um, and uh he made the great comment yeah but it was still great it's never not great uh, which you'll find on our T-shirt, which, by the way, you can find in our merchandise portion on the whatpodcast.com. You uh, sure can. You can buy that T-shirt. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we attribute that phrase to Ken, and uh, we think it sums up Bonnaroo precisely. Yeah. yeah, and he talks a little bit in this clip about uh, why. And it's interesting to me because, as I, as you said, it leads into the whole pandemic and then some of the things that they've gone through and the fact, you know, the conversations that we had with uh, um, Corey and Brad about, you know, making things back the way they were and taking care of the fan and figuring out what went right, what went wrong. And uh, that's one of the things that Ken, that we talked about at great lengths in both of those interviews with him about how the fact that when it's all said and done and it's over, they all get together and say, what do we do right? What do we do wrong? And what can we do better? And uh, yeah, that's what he that's what he gets into a little bit here. So, um, Rush, you want to talk about some of the news that's happened since we were last together? Now, or you want to do it after we hear from Ken? Let's do it after the clip. Let's, okay. let's hear this clip, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll finish it out. All right. So here we are. This is 2020. Ken Weinstein. Um, like I said, he gave us a phone call while he was driving around. In his at his home in uh, in New York. So here we go with Ken Weinstein. It's still very important to tell Bonnaroo's story. There's a lot of news, new narratives for 2020, and we're going to uh, keep on telling those stories and getting people excited. I think um, a lot of what fed this sellout is all the stories we told last year. So you know. There's a lot of information that's going to come out in the next several months. that will be pretty exciting. Yeah, well, let's talk about that sellout. That's the reason we're talking. I mean, the fact that this thing sold out so quickly and it's gotten so much energy, right? I mean, people are so excited about this. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Ronald always people always say to me, and I might have said this in the last interview. You know, how was Bonnaroo? And I'm like, it's never not great. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a, the word of mouth on the festival couldn't be any stronger than it is right now because, you know, it's the gateway to the summer. It's, it's a rite of passage. It's a state of mind that people want to tap into. And we're incredibly inclusive. We're a bunch of nice people. We're a bunch of loving people. We're a bunch of music-loving people. And we just like having a good, fun, safe time together and everyone's welcome, everyone's invited, all types, kinds, sizes, creeds, everything. And it's the land of acceptance, and Bonner is the best, and that's and people love that. Who wouldn't want to be there? 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It is quite amazing, and it's got to be a, a source of pride when you get to you know look at the calendar and say, "Oh my goodness, uh, we sold out quicker than we ever have." Um, I mean, this is this is not something that major festivals can say that they do on a regular basis with this type of you know uh, uh, quickness. It just doesn't happen very often. Uh, it's a testament to everything that you were saying, the story that's been told, uh, the, the the feeling that has been created by Bonnaroo and in over the year after year after year and what you guys are continually to build. And, you know, at some point uh, you got to look around and be like, uh, what more is there that we can do? Uh, but you guys are continually find new ways to, to super serve the audience, huh? Well, that's for sure. You know, we never sit on our laurels. We are always looking for ways to improve. And even though we sold out last year, we still want this year to be better. And there's a lot of focus on that. And we, we want to make sure everyone's, Happy. We want to stay current. We want to do new stuff. Um, and there is a lot of, and people know that. And that's why they keep coming back because they know we're creative and that, um, you know, we're going to keep, we're going to keep on injecting new, cool, interesting things into the fabric of the festival. I would like to say the wording is important here because it's not the fastest we sold out, but it is the earliest we sold out. Right. The first, right. 2002 sold out in 19 days. Can't beat that too easily. Um, the uh, second one, 2003, sold out nearly as fast-ish, but this one is the earliest. So we have never sold out. We've never sold out before March 1st before. That's unheard of. And I think it, you know it's it's because of you know people want to tap in and be and come hang out. And um, they know we do things right down there, and they know it's a lot of fun. Uh, and, it's, and the lineup is insane. Well, yeah, and, and, and yeah. I, think, I think the way you said earlier is exactly right. And, and I think that, that that is part and parcel of why we love Bonnaroo so much. It's never not great. I mean, that, if, there's, if there's anything that is more uh, of a Bonnaroo, it could be a Bonnaroo catchphrase, never not great. Great. Never not great. Never not great. I like it. Never not great. Pouring down rain. Pouring down rain. Maybe a lineup that maybe doesn't hit 100% for you. Maybe, you know, you had a bathroom emergency that really screwed up a day or two for you. It's never (laughs) not great. 100%. You know, I just came back from uh, Fish in Mexico, and that was an incredible experience, not just because everyone was in Mexico, but because of these like-minded people getting together, gathering, it's where they see each other, that's where they come to catch up, hang out, dance, see great music, but really to connect. And when I was in a band in the 90s, a tiny band, you know, we would draw like 30 or 40 friends every time we played. When we broke up, our friends were like, we're never going to see each other again. You know, like, this is what brings people out. And it's where, it's a gathering that created, you know, that's created by the band, That's and it becomes something bigger than the band. And I think Bonnaroo has achieved over its 19 years something very similar. All right, so, yeah, there you go. Again, uh, just one five-minute clip, uh, part of our conversation with Ken, who owns Big Hassle Media. Uh, he's a guy that 99% of people will never see at Bonnaroo, but he's the one who 
coordinates all the back back area media stuff for people like us uh works with a lot of the artists does all the promotion stuff throughout the year and um is a big big part of the festival and why it is what it is so yeah yeah and and really helps us out a lot too oh he's yeah he's great easy to work with um mm-hmm. But thanks to him. But, uh, yeah, let's get into there. There have been a couple of things happened. So they did the pre-sale, which we alluded to a little bit. Seemed to go well. Their pre-sale. Yeah, the uh, Black Friday uh, kicked it off. They're... Seemed to have been pretty successful. Uh, they've already moved up to Tier 2 on ticket pricing. Um, of course, like we said, the Area 931, the uh, former the flea and <laughs> Camp tick. Nut Butter. Yeah, the flea, yeah. flea and Tick Yeah, the area. Flea and Tick area, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sold out right away. Yeah, as we hope knew it would. Um, yeah, so I listened to some of the stuff and read a lot of the online stuff. Again, the whole point is if you have the money and can afford it, you know, go for it. Uh, if not, there's there's certainly other options. Um, I'm not in that universe where you know I could do it, but I certainly would. It's worth sure. it. Sure. Oh yeah, it, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. What's your sense? of reaction do you feel like this is going to be a good year crowd wise i think so yeah um me too. you know uh just from the overall uh you know internet um uh, you know commentary and you know seems to be uh you know of course this is still before the lineup and that's really what's gonna yeah. make it or break it for a lot of people but you know at least the people that are diehard bonnaroo fans are, are back in for sure yeah i i got the same what what's else? What else? Uh, what other news? I know we had a Rue clue. We had a Rue clue, and uh, it was Grizz. Yeah, nice, mm-hmm. nice. And uh, we had a leak, right? Or a, a presumed leak? We have a presumed leak. I don't think it's confirmed, but uh, Odessa is yeah. going to be one of the top three. Yep, yep. I I uh, like I said last week. I think this lineup is important. I don't think it's near the make or break that we. You know, I, some others probably said back in uh, June and July, um, but I think they, it sounds like they're happy with it. They, they know what they got to do. Yeah. And right? we trust them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They've gotten it right um, more times than not. You sure, know, you know you, you're never going to get everybody all, you know, on the same page about a lineup. It's like well, always, except in 2020. <laughs> except in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Right. There've been some, but, um, all right, and uh, what else? Anything else? Well, speaking of lineups, we got a Shaky Knees lineup last week. Yes, we did. Very good lineup. I would be very, happy very if that good. was a Bonnaroo lineup. Um, I thought the same thing, and you know, it is kind of there's typically there's a little bit of bleed over. You know, you you'll definitely see maybe at least four or five of these on the Bonnaroo lineup. So, I, you know, I'm thrilled with it. It gives me very uh, Bonnaroo 2019 vibes, too, because you've got the Killers and Muse, which were two of their headliners in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a very good lineup. And I, I think we're seeing some of that um, survival of the fittest, you know, type of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, are, some are going away and falling off or taking a year off. And uh, that means, you know, the, the, art, the uh, festivals can be a little choosier. Um, it's a good point. Were. We didn't, yeah, we didn't really get to touch on that. But uh, there's been several festivals this year that have either canceled outright or just pausing for a year. Uh, what was it? There was um, is it Railbird? Was the one in Lu- 
Yeah, Railbird, one in Louisville. Um, what was the other one? Firefly? Firefly. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, yeah. I already had a couple of uh, friends who have been on this show who are uh, have become festival goers and said, well, you know, that one's put on hold, so it looks like we'll be at Bonnaroo this year. So. Yeah, that kind of automatically makes the decision for some people. If you've only got the time or money for one festival in a year, uh, suddenly your options are cut down quite a bit. And it's interesting. We might need to have them back on, David and Trevin, because, uh, like I said, they've become pretty, not prototypical. They're not 20-year-olds, but they're, you know, I don't know how they are. I don't I don't mean to, I'm not going to guess and insult them, but they're <laughs> they're more middle-aged than they are teenagers. Uh, but they've become big festival uh, regular attendees, and they would be, I would think, exactly the target market that Bonnaroo has gone after with some of these changes. I think they, so. Where oh, they yeah. can tailor make, you know, um, they they yeah, like their they, comfort. They like their comfort, and that seems to be what Bonnaroo has uh, put more emphasis on this year. You know, they yeah. they did say we're, we're not messing with GA. That's going to be the same experience. But right. uh, if you are little more seasoned and have a little bit more money maybe you want to upgrade and get a little bit nicer That's accommodations right. you want the festival experience but you'd like a hot shower or you yeah. know air conditioning mm-hmm. or whatever <laughs> so yeah it'd be, it'd be we may may need to have them back on especially kind of update and see what other festivals they've been to and what they like and don't like uh, that sort of thing so all right anything else so um do we have any previews for what's coming up we're gonna of course our next big show is going to be when the lineup comes out right that will be yeah the big big show but before that i think we need to the three of us we want to do our own predictions uh it was it predictions or wish list or a combination of both i don't think a little of both yeah i've got i've got a little of both so yeah that'd be a be a good one to get out right before the lineup officially comes out we can see how we do with our predictions yeah i think we'll probably do that next as soon as we can get brad get him out of bed or whatever it is it's yeah yeah guy and, so uh, busy probably by then we'll have some more clues come out maybe a few more leaks yeah you never know but until then uh you know there's a here's a hi-fi clip and like i said it's another two episodes i i really didn't remember that we did we've had so many multiple episodes uh or guests that have been on more than once. I know, you know, we've had a couple, but uh, I'd forgotten about having Ken on twice. So. Yeah, yeah. And um, hopefully we'll have him back on again at some point. For sure. And like I said, if you like the inside baseball stuff, uh, this is this is it. Yeah, Ken. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody more inside than Ken. You know, Ken has been there, like I said. The, just hearing, hearing the story about how he got involved is pretty amazing. I can't mm-hmm. imagine, you know, hey, we're going to do this uh, – this event you want to be involved and and uh, he also pointed out and i'll just give the kind of give this away because i think uh i think brian stone asked um because i had always heard the same thing too that at one point they had like ninety thousand people was a sellout and he says no it was never that high uh, i think they started at 50 and then sold that out that first year and what 13 days yeah 15 uh, days something like that first first couple of years sold out crazy fast yeah with zero yeah, and- Zero money spent, zero yeah. traditional marketing. Um, so, anyway, I hope you'll go back and listen to to both episodes. Uh, gives you gives you really kind of a clue where they were in uh, 2020, 2019, and 2020, and then where we are. If you want to 
go back and listen to Corey and Brad in that interview. So it gives interesting to see the yeah. evolution. Yeah, for sure. And and this one, uh, this one in March 2020 was kind of a roller coaster because you know yeah. the lineup came out and we all loved it. The next thing you know, they're they've sold out, which was a huge deal, and just seemed like everything was going great. It's right at the top of the roller coaster, and then we just yeah, exactly <laughs> came all the way back down. Exactly. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we will be back next week with something. It'll be mm-hmm. either another high five clip or hopefully we'll have Brad. Maybe we'll do a full episode. We're about due. So uh, subscribe, ring the bell, share. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, send comments. You know, we've asked for those uh, before. And I, I I don't know, Russ, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, we haven't talked about the phone. We have a phone line if people want to call and leave a message. or if We it do. Exists. We have it still exists, uh, I think. I'll, I'll check on that, but we'll make sure it's working. But right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. That'd be something else we can do on these clips. Is maybe mm-hmm. uh, have somebody call and ask a question, and we can try to answer it. And if we can't answer it, then we'll do our very best to go find the person who can. Yeah, uh, uh, that would be four two three six six seven seven eight seven seven. Awesome. All right, thank you guys so much, and. Uh, See you next week. Consequence Podcast Network.